This is Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara from American Financial Security and American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor. With the variety and sheer number of investment choices available and the new tax laws phasing into effect, are you financially prepared for retirement and saving in taxes the way you want to be? For many years, Ron and Barbara have been an integrated financial and tax preparation and planning firm, providing their clients not only with ways to make money, but also to keep more of it. Listen in as they discuss common financial questions and concerns and provide the facts on the new tax laws going into effect for individuals and businesses. And now, here are Ron and Barbara to help you find out how to move towards a more informed and confident financial future. And welcome to another show of Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. Hey, how are you, Ron? Hey, I am doing really well. Welcome to all of you out there. Listen, you know, today we're going to try to do something a little different. We're going to change our perspective. We have on many of our different radio shows, as we do in seminars, uh, we've talked about different investments uh, by type and a little bit about what they do. And that's not what we're going to do today. Today, we're going to talk about what it's like to work with a fiduciary, to go through the planning process, to identify really the needs and opportunities of how people need to put that money to work for later in life. And you know what? In in the true role of a fiduciary, Ron, before we even get into some of the situations where different types of investments might become of interest to us or those of you out in the listening audience, talk to us a little bit about the planning process that you do and why being a fiduciary makes that planning process just a little different. Well, the definition of a fiduciary is to work in someone's best interest, not in the interest of the advisor, Mm -hmm. but to work in the client's interest. What is best for them, not what is best for the firm. Best for them based on the situation that they find themselves in with their own unique history of working, saving, spending. So, yes. Along those lines? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so a fiduciary really has available to them um, a broad range of different investment options that they bring to the table before this fiduciary, this person that is working in the best interest of their client really should start the whole process by just listening, Mm -hmm. asking really good questions of these potential clients or existing clients about um, what their income needs are, what their level of risk is, what for each and every bucket of money that they have when they might need to tap into that for Mm -hmm. income, Mm -hmm. um, what their level of risk is for each bucket of money, what the intent of that money is for their use during their lifetime. 
and really get a full understanding of where these people are at. And the reason why is because there are a million and one different types of investments available to people out there. Mm -hmm. And really that fiduciary wants to not pinpoint them to their favorite one where they make the most money or that they like the most, but what is going to best serve these clients for their retirement and for all these different buckets of money that they have Mm -hmm. only then by doing a full assessment of this client's needs um, and what they're comfortable with can then that fiduciary advisor go back and put together a really broad um, and diversified level of different investments that match uh, what is best for them. Mm -hmm. So is it possible that uh, you could actually recommend more than one way to skin a cat, if you will? Somebody has a need for income later, might there be more than one realistic way to provide some income later? Absolutely. Okay. A lot of different ways. You know, again, there's many, many different types of investments and not one investment is perfect for every single person out there. But the idea of the fiduciary is to find the blend of different investments that people are comfortable with that will fit their need for income or income later or for maybe legacy planning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the whole idea. It yeah. really does come down to with most people, we, we talk with them, we understand, as we said, the work and saving and spending history. We look at people's lifestyle. We look at what their hopes and dreams are for once they have begun their retirement years. And I would say it'd probably be fair to say that everybody we talk with needs money now, might need it later, or won't ever need it, but they'd like to preserve it and leave it behind. Would you say that's kind of the three situations that any of us could be in? Yes, absolutely. And then we also have this situation. So I I 100% agree with that. Either need income right now, Mm -hmm. may need income later, like you said, or no, I, I have enough income coming in that I don't plan to ever use this money. And except for my beneficiaries mm-hmm. want to pass it on either to charities or I have extended family or loved ones or friends that I want to have this money. Mm-hmm. But something else also comes into play and that is people's level of risk. And what, what we're talking about there is some people uh, do not in any way feel comfortable with money going into stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs in the market, uh, REITs, mm-hmm. uh, things that just scare them or that they've had a bad experience with. Mm-hmm. Some people also, um, because they've heard things or something sounds really scary, 
about being in annuities. Um, either that they've lost a lot of money because they were in a variable type of annuity mm-hmm. or because they've heard someplace that annuities, you can't get any money out um, or they're really, really long and you can't touch your money for a long period of time um, or you're stuck in them. Um, so people have some phobias there too. Mm-hmm. So, but most people, once we educate them on all of the different investment choices, sometimes they have just been misinformed or they had a really bad experience based on maybe someone they were working with who put them into just a couple of stocks and they lost a lot of money because they weren't diversified enough or some long-term bonds, 10, 15, 30-year bonds that were really difficult to get out of. Or they just don't know about annuities and some of the really good benefits that can come along with and comfort level with some annuities. So really, that's why we educate is because people sometimes are misinformed. And let me just use that word again. Mm -hmm. So really, a fiduciary is really going to help people truly understand the different investments and why we use some for growth and why we use some for just true income Mm -hmm. or legacy planning purposes. Um, And that's really where it all comes down to. But right after, right after the break, Barbara, Mm -hmm. I'd really like to tackle and just get more into those three things that you talked about. The time frame. And the time frame, whether needing income now, later, or maybe never. never. Okay. And we'll be right back. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call American Financial Investments. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 928-771-8368 or visit us at AmericanFinancialSecurity.net. Well, welcome back to Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. And today we're having a, a so far a discussion about what it really means to be a fiduciary and really chopping it down also that um, when it comes to people's money, uh, Barbara, you you pointed out, and I really like this, that some people come to us and they need income now mm-hmm. from their investments. And some people say, no, I'm, I might need it in five or 10 years to start taking income. But what I need is really some growth or some time and a place to park this money because I'm going to need it later. Mm-hmm. And then the last scenario that you brought up is some people just have so much or this particular bucket of money that they don't think that they'll ever really need to touch for income. So it's it's for beneficiaries or charities when they pass on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, people are fun to, to work with because usually if they don't have the income now, then it's really good planning to look at all the different options. And there's a lot of options out there, right, Barbara? 
there are more options than we would have time to explore. It's really coming down to um, understanding what have people already done with some of their money and how is that performing and is that able to do what we're now hearing people say this particular bucket of money needs to do. You know, one of the things that we really plan a lot for, and I'm going to pick the one that's in the middle because we have seen several situations where somebody needs money immediately. They come in, they say, I have these little nest eggs. I'm drawing from all of them. I'm probably taking way too much, but let's go to the example because it is so common, is planning for income later. I know I will need it if my spouse passes before I do, because there goes one social security. Maybe my spouse took a pension before I even, I'm a second marriage, I'm a third marriage, and I married somebody in this example who was single when they retired. They took a single life payout on the pension. Then we met and married, and you know what? They kind of like having that pension income. You can't go back and undo the choice that they had made on the single life. So talk a little bit about some of the options that we have and the situations we sometimes see where uh, some of the safe annuities that we work with and or life insurance might come into the mix in planning to replace a lost income later. So a lost income later, we had a, a very unique situation. Um, and we'll, we'll just call this couple George and Mary. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two social security benefits. Yep. Uh, one pension um, on, on George. On George. And all of a sudden, you know, they, they had all this money. They came to us and says, hey, we just really need to invest this money. So we invested part of it into a fixed indexed annuity. Mm-hmm. Well, about eight, nine years later, and they thought, okay, this is possible money for later. Between the guaranteed income that they had, their house was paid off. Mm-hmm. They had enough income every single month. Right. They didn't really need to tap that down, as I recall. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a lot of debt. But what happened was about 10 years after we met this couple, um, she called me on the phone and said, George passed away. And it was fair, fairly sudden yeah. uh, with a heart attack. And because they had chosen a single life payout on the pension, his pension went away. Immediately. Immediately. But what also went away was the lower of the two social security benefits. Right. This particular client, Mary, came and said, okay, where do we find income? And I said, we just go back to this fixed indexed annuity that after 10 years, it had a very nice roll up, as we call it, just Mm -hmm. like social security. If you don't take it. It, it rolls up. Keep, keeps rolling up until age 70. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's that's the same situation that happened. 
And we had this really nice, powerful nest egg. And all we had to do was simply turn on the lifetime income feature of this annuity. And lo and behold, it took care of and replaced that lost social security and also that lost pension for her. Um, so that was a real blessing in her life because while she was grieving for the loss of her husband and her best friend and her companion, she was not also then in a pickle needing to think she needed to sell her house because she couldn't afford it anymore or something like that. So yes. the fact that she had the opportunity then to simply turn that income on and have it replace what George had been bringing in was a perfect example of needing income later because of something that changes in your life and using a previous asset to just tuck it away and say, go grow for me for a while. So since we're talking about annuities and how they can really be a benefit in some of these, these three different situations, uh, let's bring up another scenario. Okay. And that is for people that need income right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another scenario going back, let's say 10 years, um, some people had moved here from another state and all of their income besides social security, the two social security benefits, they needed more income and they had a pretty nice um, nest egg that a good chunk of it was in the market and the investments that it was in, in the market was not giving them consistent, steady income without truly depleting um, what it was invested in. Right. And they were frustrated. It just wasn't doing what they wanted it to do. The market at that time was uh, experienced some, some really strong turmoil, a lot of up and down volatility. And they were just besides themselves because of needing income, but yet this up and down movement in the market. And what had never been presented to them on this particular bucket of money is more stability, mm -hmm. a guarantee flow of income, which they needed, um, but also some pretty strong guarantees that none of the downside movement of the market anymore would affect them, only the upside. Okay. So in this particular situation, we put this chunk of money into a an annuity mm -hmm. that immediately gave them income that was stable it was guaranteed for both of their lives mm -hmm. so no matter what the uncertainties of this world would bring in terms of their health that income would always be there for them it has been just a major um uh stable feature in their portfolio. They even said they sleep better and they because they don't have to worry about whether the market is up that day or down that day when they have to take their money out. Um, I know that you, you were feeling some angst in the market with the up and down, you know, back 08, 09, mm -hmm. people were feeling a lot of pressure on the downside 
and feeling like their dreams of a really successful retirement were pretty much shattered because the market collapsed the way it did. And of course, since then, we've had a really nice run up of the market, but not everyone feels comfortable of being in the market mm-hmm. at all, or um, they just don't want that volatility. And at one point, that's exactly where you were at. Mm-hmm. And it was presented to you, the idea of, okay, there's a safe place where you can get upside per- growth with none of the downside volatility. Exactly. And, you know, I think a lot of people in our listening audience uh, can find themselves in, if we say one of two situations being in the market and we think, okay, back 10, 20, 30 years, if you think of your experience in the market, there have been times when probably all of us were a little more nervous or a little less nervous. But we we talked to many people who were in the market, lost in 08 or 09, took their chips and went home and said, I'm never going back in the market again. My money is under my third rose bush to the left, meaning it's in the bank account. It's safe. It's what we would call green money, preservation of principle. But you know what? It's not growing. It's not growing. So what I did on a couple of those years that I'm on the side too, I'm a little risk averse, but I'm on the side that says, hey, I have my 401 money that goes into the market because that's how 401s work. And in years that we get a nice run up on that, I scoopy do that out. That's kind of the line we say around here in the office is I scoopy do that growth out and I go put it in something that has guarantees because now that I've had it grow, I don't want to give it back. And we have a lot of people like that. So if you're in the market and you've enjoyed this nice ride and you say, hmm, maybe I want to lock some of that up, what you're probably talking about is some form of fixed indexed annuity because you continue to get some of that upside in the market. And as Ron, as you just said, no downside. And this is kind of the fun thing about working with our investment clients is we see people who look like us. They've made money, lost money. They've put money into retirement savings accounts. They've worked, they've saved, they've spent. And as we approach um, decision point for each and every one of us on retirement, we look at what we've accumulated and say, "Hmm, how's that going to work for me? And then we need to go and see a fiduciary. So really what we're talking about, and we can break it down with the last oh five or six minutes that we have left, mm-hmm. is why is it that we use these kind of investments for some people? Right. Um, generally, when people go to a fiduciary advisor, someone that is working in their best interest, that fiduciary advisor is going to assess um, how much of their money should based on their level of risk. So let's say someone is a says, yeah, I want some of my money to really grow, but I also want some of my money to be very, very safe. And with safe money, there's the option of just leaving it in the bank. Mm-hmm. And we know right now that that's just not where interest rates are. 
There's just not a lot of growth there. Correct. So that but, money actually is less valuable every year to us. So because of inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, and most people say, well, I, I need it. And most retirees especially need their money to work for them if they're not working themselves. Exactly. Okay. Uh, there's there's some bond funds out there that are performing quite nicely right now. Uh, some people don't have a level of comfort with a portfolio of bonds. Right. Some do, some don't. Those that don't, okay, their options for safe money and growth is there's not a lot of other options out there. We like the option of using fixed annuities, fixed meaning that the insurance carrier uh, is going to guarantee and protect that principle. Mm-hmm. What we mean by that is protect it from loss, not protect it that you can't spend it down, but protect it from loss. Okay. They guarantee that they put a just absolute stamp of guarantee that your money will always be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like is they provide insurance against major financial risks, such as market losses, but also outliving your money. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that people really like is the idea that an annuity where all pensions are in annuities. And really, we say Social Security is and, one of the best annuities money but, can buy. <laughs> but, but all pensions are in annuities. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they provide a guaranteed income for as long as that person lives. What that means is that, let's say your pension says you're going to get 1100 a month for the rest of your life and the rest of your spouse's life. Well, whatever was in that account might someday run out, especially mm-hmm. if you live to be 99. Mm-hmm. But because it's at an insurance company, they guarantee that that income will never stop as long as you're alive. Mm-hmm. People want those type of guarantees. You've done a little burden shifting on where is the guarantee. I get to live as long as I possibly can, and they have to keep paying me, whether my money is there or not. Right? Of, yes. And one of the other things that people really like is that if you have just savings money and you want to put it into one of these type of annuities, the IRS has approved them to get tax deferral, meaning that you're not going to pay any kind of gain on that money until you pull some of it out. People like that tax deferral. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's growing and you're not paying tax on it until you take it out. One of the other things that they're really, a lot of people use them for is wealth transfer. Mm-hmm. And why don't you speak to that, Barbara? Well, that would be in our time frame of now, later, and never is I don't really believe I'm going to need this money. I maybe inherited some from somewhere. I won a settlement. I won the lottery, but I have good income anyway. I'm not going to spend this, so I want to park it somewhere where it will be safe, and I'm going to leave it behind for my beneficiaries. 
And oh, by the way, I have a couple of charities also that I would like to get a little of that. Um, And so an annuity is a perfect opportunity, certain kinds of annuities. Remember, there are different kinds because it gives me the guarantees. I get to park it somewhere. It has growth and I leave it behind stipulated by a beneficiary. Pretty easy for me to create a legacy to leave behind. So what we were trying to do with our show today is not necessarily educate you on every feature and benefit that each and every annuity offering might have, but rather challenge our audience to see, are you in a situation? Will you potentially be in a situation as you approach retirement to need money now, need it later to supplement, or never need it? If you're looking for a fiduciary team, give us a call. We're American Financial Security and American Financial Investments right here in Prescott, Arizona. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. Give your financial future a jumpstart and call this week for your complimentary strategy session. Call 928-771-8368 or visit their website at afsprescott.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and tax services are offered through American Financial Security. American Financial Investments and American Financial Security are affiliated companies. American Financial Investments, American Financial Security, Ron Stevenson, Barbara Clark Stevenson are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government entity.